Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 607 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 2 of the Zohar, page 86b. And tonight, uh, today I'm just going to read it in English as I'm, I don't, uh, it's a very busy time for me right now and I don't have enough time to do the Aramaic um, in the proper way. So uh, hopefully I will be able to return to the Aramaic tomorrow or the next day. And in the meantime, just enjoy the English. And, uh, well, that's it. I'm going to begin about three sentences before the end of 86a, where I left off yesterday, where it says Rabbi Yehuda was going from Cappadocia to Lida. Rabbi Yehuda was going from Cappadocia to Lida to see Rabbi Shimon, who was there, and Rabbi Chizkia was accompanying him. Rabbi Yehuda said to Rabbi Chizkia, concerning what we learned in the presence of Rabbi Shimon, he will be a wild ass of a human, Genesis 16:12. Surely it is so. This is lucidity of the word. For as the conclusion of the verse, what does it mean in the presence of all his brothers? Will he dwell? He replied, I have not heard, and I will not say, for we have learned. This is the Torah that Moses set before the children of Israel. Deuteronomy 4.44, what Moses set, you can say, what Moses did not set, you cannot say. Footnote 4.33, following the principle expressed by Rabbi Shimon in Zohar 1.5a, I beg of you not to utter a word of Torah that you do not know and have not heard fittingly from a lofty tree i.e. recognized authority. Moses, referred to here by Rabbi Chizkiah, stands for such an authority or for one's teacher. Back to the text. Rabbi Yehuda opened and expounded, For she is Chayecha, your life and the length of your days, Deuteronomy 30.20. One who attains Torah and does not part from her attains two lives, one in this world and one in the world that is coming. For it is written, Chayecha, your lives, too, Whoever separates from Torah is like one who separates from life, and one who separates from Sh- Sh- Rabbi Shimon is as if he separates from all. Now if we could not enter this verse, to which he opened a door, then words of Torah that are concealed, how much more so? Woe to the generation from which Rabbi Shimon departs, for when we are in the presence of Rabbi Shimon, springs of the heart are opened in every direction, and all is revealed. But when we separate from him, we know nothing, and all springs are stopped." Rabbi said, corresponding to what is written, he held back some of the spirit that was upon him and put it upon the seventy men, the elders, Numbers 11.25, like a lamp from which many lamps are lit while retaining its vitality. Similarly, Rabbi Shimon, son of Yochai, master of lamps, illumines all, yet light does not depart from him, and he retains vitality. They went on until they reached him. When they reached him, they found him sitting engaged in Torah, and he was saying a prayer of a poor person when he is faint and pours out his complaint before Yudhe Vavhe, Psalm 102.1. Every prayer of Israel is genuine, but the prayer of a poor person transcends them all. Why? Because this one rises to the king's throne of glory, crowning his head, and the Blessed Holy One is glorified by that prayer. This is prayer of a poor person, truly called prayer. When Ya'atov, he is faint, Psalms 102.1, this Itufa is not wrapping in a garment, for he has none. Rather, here is written, when Ya'atov, there and there is written, 
Ha'atufim, who faint from hunger. Lamentations 2.19. Footnote 438, the root ataf means to cover oneself, to wrap, also to be weak, faint. Rabbi Shimon indicates that in the verse in the Psalms, the first meaning cannot apply since the poor person lacks an extra garment in which to wrap himself. Rather, the word means here he is faint, as in the verse from Lamentations. Back to the text, and pours out his complaint before Yudhe complaining before his Lord, which is pleasing to the Blessed Holy One, since the world is sustained by him when other pillars of the world are not to be found. Woe to one against whom that poor person complains to his Lord, for a poor person is closer to the king than anyone. As is written, when he cries out to me, I will listen, Exodus twenty two twenty six. Whereas to other inhabitants of the world, sometimes he listens and sometimes not. Why? Because the king dwells in these broken vessels, as is written with the crushed and lowly in spirit, Isaiah fifty seven fifteen. And similarly, Yudhe is near to the brokenhearted. Psalm thirty four nineteen a broken and crushed heart, O God, you will not spurn. Psalm fifty one nineteen. From here we learn one who rebukes a poor person rebukes Shrina, as is written with the crushed and lowly in spirit, and it is written for Yudevave will plead their cause and will rob the soul of those who rob them. Proverbs twenty two twenty three. Their guardian is powerful, ruling over all. Not needing witnesses or another judge, not accepting a pledge like other judges, and what pledge does he take? A person's soul, as it is written, and will rob the soul of those who rob them. Further, he said, Tfilah, prayer of a poor person, Psalm one hundred two one. Wherever Tfilah, prayer is mentioned, it is a supernal entity ascending to a place where the Blessed Holy One grasps Tfilah of the head, namely Tfilin, worn by the king. Footnote 442. Further, he said, Rabbi Shimon continues expounding the verse, still unaware that the two rabbis are standing near him. He now associates the word tefillah, prayer, with its related meaning, phylactery. According to rabbinic tradition, God himself wears tefillin. In the Zohar, the tefillah, phylactery of the hand, symbolizes shekhinah, while the tefillah of the head symbolizes tefillah. Here, Rabbi Shimon identify, apparently identifies tefillah, prayer of a poor person, with shekhinah, who is poor, See the preceding note, and symbolized by tefillah of the hand. She sends toward tefillah, symbolized by tefillah of the head. Back to the text, Rabbi Shimon turned his head and saw Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Chizkiah who had reached him. After he finished, he gazed at them and said, You had a treasure, and you've lost it. They replied, Surely, for our master opened a supernal door, and we cannot enter it. He said, What is it? They replied, He was a wild ass of a man. Genesis 16.12 And we want to know the conclusion of the verse. In the presence of all his brothers will he dwell. For look, we know the lucidity of the whole verse, but this we do not know since the end of the verse does not resemble its beginning. He said to them, Upon your life all is one matter ascending to a single rung. It has been taught how many faces upon faces has the Blessed Holy One how many faces upon faces has the Blessed Holy One? Shining faces, dim faces, high faces, low faces, distant faces, near faces, inner faces, outer faces, right faces, left faces. I'm just going to read that last little bit in Aramaic because it's, so, it's such a beautiful idea, such a beautiful thought that God has so many different faces. Um, just beautiful, gorgeous, and we are all the faces of God and that there are so many, um, an infinite number of faces. Uh, so I'm going to just chant that last sentence. Kama panim, la panim.